Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast. This is Carrie Kampakis, your host. Today's episode comes from my book, Love Her Well, 10 Ways to Find Joy and Connection with Your Teenage Daughter. One thing that I've learned from working with teenage girls and their mothers is how important friendship is to our daughters and how much heartache can be caused by the lack of good friends in both middle school and high school. While there is no such thing as a perfect friend because we are all sinful humans living in a broken world, it is possible to guide your daughter wisely as she looks for the friends and influences who help her become the best version of herself. Whether you're listening to this episode alone or with your favorite girl, I hope you find it helpful and hopeful. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. A woman in youth ministry once told me that what makes or breaks a girl's high school experience is her friendships. This woman knows from experience. While her oldest daughter had terrific friendships and loved high school, her second daughter had tumultuous friendships and hated high school. She couldn't graduate fast enough. This woman had a very accurate word to describe female friendships during the teenage years. Fluid. Friendships change a lot in adolescence, ebbing and flowing as girls explore new friendships and sometimes grow apart. Also, as girls' passions, personalities, and circumstances evolve, their friendships and relationships evolve as well. For moms, this change in fluidity is hard to watch, and here are a few reasons why. We get attached to certain friends and their mothers, and we want the bonds to last forever. We see the pain behind the scenes as our daughters come home, burst into tears, and share hurtful events. We see our daughters visibly deflate as they scroll through social media and realize they were left out. We feel helpless trying to help our daughters, even if our mother-daughter relationship is strong, because our company is no substitute for real friends. We want security in our daughters' friendships because we know how influential friends are and we're aware of the challenges ahead that our daughter should weather with their friends. I hear so many stories about the friendship struggles that today's girls face. Technology has thrown teenagers for a major loop, And as digital interactions replace face-to-face encounters, it has become easier than ever to hurt feelings, ruin relationships, and harm reputations. For teenage girls, friends are like oxygen. Your daughter needs friends for the same reasons that you need friends, because they make life better. They get her in a special way. They cushion pain and trigger laughter. They create a magical world that lets her escape and forget her worries for a while. But as we all know, not all friends are equal. Not all friendships go the distance in last 20 years or more. One way to connect with your daughter is to be her rock as she navigates friendships, to offer sound and solid guidance on how to make friends, keep friends, and most importantly, become the friend she hopes to find. There's no magic bullet, but there are guidelines for healthy friendships that stand the test of time. Here are a few that you can share with your daughter. Number one, a good friend draws you closer to the people who love you most, like your family and good friends. Number two, the closer you are to God, the better friends you'll be. Since God is love, we all need God in our heart to show love. We need the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, patience, and self-control to be the friend that people want and need. Number three, the perfect friend doesn't exist. Expecting perfection is unfair because only Jesus is the perfect friend. The rest of us are human. We get moody, make mistakes, and disappoint our loved ones sometimes. No one friend can meet all your needs, so appreciate your friend's strengths while also accepting their limitations and remembering your limitations, too. Number four, friends are not meant to be worshipped. 
God created us to worship Him, but sometimes we worship idols. Sometimes we take a good thing, like friendship, and we make it the ultimate thing. This sets a stage for disappointment. It puts our friends on a pedestal that they're not meant to be on. A great friendship keeps God at the center and leaves room for both parties to be human. Number five, exclusive friend groups are unhealthy. Some friend groups get so solidified that they operate like gangs. No one gets in, no one gets out, and anyone who branches out gets ostracized. It's okay to have a tribe, but make sure it's still welcoming and gives you the room to explore new friendships. Number six, friendships should be a source of comfort and not stress. Friends should be an escape from a stressful world, not the center of a stressful world. Friends who diss you, use you, exclude you, target you as the punchline of jokes, or make you feel bad about yourself constantly are not friends at all. Cut ties and choose friends who value you and see the good in you. Number seven, forced friendships never work. Just as you can't force a boy to love you, you also can't force a girl to like you. And why would you even try? Why waste your time and energy trying to win over someone who would drop you on a dime? True friends will reciprocate your efforts to get to know them, and they don't need to be convinced to like you. Number eight, casting a wide net and being kind to everyone keeps your friend options open. So don't paint yourself into a corner by only being friendly to a select group of girls. Don't get so cozy with your inner circle that you miss opportunities to build a diverse social network. Instead, cast a wide net by making friends wherever you go. PE class, driver's ed, tumbling lessons, summer camp, church, or even an out-of-town birthday party. Besides making life more fun and interesting, this will also give you a place to go if your core friends let you down. Number nine, you won't click with everyone, and that really is okay. That is life, but be friendly and stay open. Remember that people change, mature, and grow up. Some girls you barely know now may later become your best friends, so keep a friendly rapport and avoid burning bridges whenever possible. Number 10, nothing kills friendships quicker than jealousy and comparison. Rather than dwell on these emotions and let them control you, ask God to help you work through them so that you can genuinely root for your friends and love them well. Number 11, Form your own opinions about people and don't believe everything you hear about other girls. Number 12, there's a big difference between committed friends and casual friends. Committed friends are the ones you carry through life. They are loyal and they always show up. Casual friendships last for a season or maybe a few seasons of life. Most people can count their committed friends on one hand. And if you have that, you're lucky. Invest in these friendships first and make sure that these friends get the best of you. Number 13, not everyone deserves a place in your innermost circle. Not everyone is meant to be your BFF. Some people are trustworthy and can be loved up close and personal. Other people are not trustworthy and should be loved at an arm's distance because inviting them into your life breeds disaster. Set boundaries with hurtful people and make sure that the people closest to you help you become your best self and are trustworthy and loyal. Number 14, your loneliest seasons of friendship will also lead to your best lessons in friendship. Being an outsider will teach you that friends are a gift. Being an outsider helps you realize what a kind word, a smile, or just a simple invitation can mean to a girl who hasn't found her people yet, or to a girl who has lost her people completely. Let your lonely seasons take your friendship game up a notch. Lean into the painful and awkward feelings that can help you become more compassionate, empathetic, 
inclusive, and outgoing. And number 15, real friends act as encouragers, not bullies or competitors. A lot of girls today endure great misery due to some poor friend choices they've made. They choose friends who are mean or selfish, yet they expect their relationships to be uplifting. Dr. Lisa Damore explains the draw of toxic dynamics. She says, Research suggests that girls who bully other girls often do so to create a sense of belonging or to alleviate boredom in their group by creating excitement. In other words, girls sometimes find their place in a tribe by harassing or excluding girls who don't fit with the group norms. They may also target their peers to create social glue, something to talk about, something to do, when they lack the maturity to come together around positive interest. Yes, friends should definitely laugh and have fun together, but what you and your friends laugh about and bond over matters. Friendships that center around gossip, making fun of people, starting rumors, hating people, or just blind obedience aren't healthy or sustainable. Real friendships grow when two girls champion each other and help each other reach their full potential. Your daughter's friendships are bound to ebb and flow, but in all circumstances, she has security in God. He loves her deeply and unconditionally, even on her worst days. This truth is a lifeline. It's a hope your daughter can cling to no matter what happens in her life. It may take a friendship rift for your daughter to finally realize why she needs Jesus, why he's the only reliable anchor when a storm hits. And if that is her biggest takeaway from a relationship heartache, consider it a gift. God never wastes pain, and even the pain of friendship can inspire a deeper dive into faith. Despite what the culture says, there are kind girls and kind women who are hungry for love, connection, and belonging. They just want to find that one true friend. Friendships begin when someone takes the first step. So let's raise girls who do that. Let's help them be brave in putting themselves out there and making friendships that are built to last. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. I am really grateful to have you here. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow the Girl Mom Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen and leave a ratings or review so others can find these messages too. Also, please remember to pre-order my new book for moms, written for girl moms and for boy moms, that releases April 5th. The book is called More Than a Mom, How Prioritizing Your Wellness Helps You and Your Family Thrive. And this book is all about taking care of your inner wellness and letting your children witness your journey to become the best version of you. You can find the link to this book and my other books in the show notes. Thanks again for your support and have a great day.